0: Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Standby. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath live from Oxford College of Emory University, the special collections room. I'm your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. You guys love, love it when we've been doing it. And I'm glad to be back uh, behind the mic. Today's been a good day. It's been a very, very good day. We've got a lot of great things done. Um, you know, it's that time of year, y'all. It's the time of year that, you know, we're, we're pushing through because November is... We're about to be mid-November in a second. And before we know it, it's going to be December. And then before we know it, it's Christmas break. We're off, and then we're off to season two next year. So we have quite a few things that we want to talk to uh, you guys about. I do. Um, today's again, it's been a very productive day. Live here at Special Collections Room in the library of Oxford College of Emory University to where you can see a flyer out right now, y'all, this flyer. And I'll read it to you guys, of course. Dr. Maria Davis books book discussion and signing will be wednesday november 10th and it's actually today uh 6 p.m through 7 p.m at the uh career forum the student uh center of course program of events introduction to creating our own spaces dr alex olson associate professor of women's gender sexuality studies and co-director of emory studies and sexuality program Uh, introduction to uh, v- Vamino's Al-Klein, Salvador Rago, Associate Visiting uh, Professor, Department of Spanish here at Oxford College of Emory University. Of course, the speaker will be Dr. Maria Davis, Senior Lecturer, Department of Spanish here also at the college campus. Of course, they're going to be doing a QA, and a closing remarks, and book signing. So um, by the time you're hearing the podcast, it might be a little bit too late, um, but if you are catching it, in, you know, we pre record our shows and then upload them to our distribution. So it's not technically live. Uh, have I thought about doing live shows before? Yes. Um, there's been some things that, you know, I might have messed up and said. That's why we don't do our shows live. But uh, if you were able to come to that event, then thank you. Uh, it goes a long way because, you know, events like this, you know, students. Are trying to get more out into the student realm of things when it comes to events because it is november it is crunch time a lot of students are really finishing up their program their their semester for this semester whether it's final touches on projects uh, final exams a lot of homework going on of course yesterday in the building there was a lot of we had a lot of students yesterday and particularly there were a lot of students working on some homework and they look stressed And I looked into their eyes as I was observing them doing their homework. And I said, yes, I've been to where you're at now. I've been to that moment where I am super stressed out about an assignment. I've been in that realm before. So I say to all of my Oxford College students here at Oxford College of Emory University, hang in there. You will get through it. It might seem like you want to quit, but please don't quit. I've been to where you've been. I've been to where I, where I was stressed out about an assignment or stressed out about studying for a big final. I get it. I completely understand that realm of things. So um, it's just one of those things that you just, you can stick through it, stick by it. Um, it's just one of those things that, you know, you're going through it. So that's all I can say on that. I know a lot of students are stressed, but hopefully you guys go out and go out to these uh, these events for sure. Uh, before we get to the topics today, of course, I like to plug in our little—not really a sponsor, but you know—we're we're, we're hyping the game up right now because we're getting ready to talk about it uh, for all my Oxford College students university students here if you are relaxing for a moment if you have a second to relax and if you do have a gaming console particularly an xbox i recommend you guys go out to get xbox game pass because forza horizon 5 is available right now for game pass so if you guys are looking for a great game to play forza horizon 5 is your game to go of course next Fun fact, did you know, fun fact, for the show here, KLP Aftermath, live from Emory, of course. Samsung tests phone durability with butt-shaped robot, of course. Did you know? The, uh, do these interesting facts have you rethinking everything? People stash their phones in their back pocket all the time. And I do, and I haven't done that. I usually, when I when I have my phone, my phone. I, I put it in my front pockets or I'm sending it down or I put it in the back. I never really try to do on my back pocket because my back pocket has my wallet and other, um, things that I need to put in my back pocket. So I never really put my phone in the back pocket, the butt pocket, but some people do a lot. I know a lot of, a lot of women do that. And it, you know, you could you know, I don't know. It's just it's, it's one of those things that, you know, women do. And some guys do it too. Um, but I, Personally, for me, I've seen a lot of women storing their phones in their back pocket. Um, so it's easy for them to grab um in their phones, of course. So they do it all the time, which is why Samsung created a robot that is shaped like a butt bottom, And yes, even wears jeans uh, to sit on their phones to make sure that they can take the pressure. This is a great sign for Samsung because there's been in the past, I don't know about it as of late, But in the past, there's been a lot of people who have their their phones in their back pocket and they're sitting on it. They're riding in the car, sitting on it. And I do recommend if you're in the car, don't have your phone in your back pocket. Have it on your dashboard if you got a little uh, little case there just in case for safety reasons. Um, Back in the day, there's been a lot of chances where people will put their phones in their their back pocket and it bends it. I've tried it with the iPhone 6 six or seven back in the day. I forgot what number it was. And I can tell that it kind of bent just a little bit. And those were when that was the year when the phones, when those new phones got announced and they became thinner and all over internet has been the global internet sensation that these phones are bendable. And of course, a lot of YouTube channels do a lot of bending tests. So I stashed it in my back pocket to test it. And then I was sitting on something because I was sitting down to do something. And I got up my, I noticed my phone bent just ever so slightly. Um, phones now are getting more durable. They're getting more stronger. Um, I just recommend people keep it in your your front pocket um, so you don't break or bend your phone. But some people... Do uh, They they do sit their phone on their back pocket, they sit on it, and then sometimes it might bend just a little bit, um, but Samsung has created this robot so it can test to make sure it can take the pressure of your uh, body being compressed down on this device just to keep it stronger for the Samsung brand. So very interesting, thought it would be really, really cool to bring that out for you guys. A little did you know, little fun fact for you guys here. Of course, next on our agenda for KLP aftermath live from Oxford College of Emory University, we are also looking to expand out for our podcast. I am trying to figure out a different area. I'm not saying we're calling it quits on the special collections room, but we want to start incorporating more of a production style. We want to start doing green screen effects for the show. Comment below. Let me know what you think. Do you think that's a direction that we think we sh- we should take here at KLP? Aftermath the podcast if there's something you want to see happen let us know I really want to hear from you guys I really do because um, we're always looking for ways to improve our show we're always looking for ways to innovate and improve Uh, when we got to the library shout out to Vanessa I kind of forgot her last name but she is one of the head librarians here uh, Vanessa she is a librarian, a librarian professor and something else she said she was doing. I had a great conversation with her uh, today because um, there's so many things that she wants to see happen here at Oxford College of Emory University. There's a lot of things I want to see uh, happen media wise for the college and we had a great intellectual conversation about how to change, how we're changing the way we do certain things when it comes to the media, of course, with this podcast show and, and sports HD the partnership there um we're we're, we're we're figuring out some creative ways so let me know if you want to see an incorporated green screen or more uh content more production side inside the klb aftermath we always look for it for you guys' feedback of course next on the agenda the agenda of course i wanted to talk about this because if you guys don't know this about me i am a huge photographer um, I am an award-winning photographer, believe it or not. We've done some lot, we've done a lot of great things for photography when it comes to people and, and their photo shoots. And my clientele has been really, really good. Um, we actually rebranded KLP Photography. You guys can follow us at KLP underscore photography on Instagram to see the new logo. And to see new photo shoots that we did recently uh, as part of that new logo. Very, very excited for that because we're, we're changing. We're innovating. But get this, y'all wildlife photographer comes face to face with a mountain lion and the video goes viral first of all if i was out there and, and it's rare that i'm out there on the weird wilderness to do photo shoots of the wild i i never have done a photography shoot like that i probably never will because i am not an outy guy i'm not a wilderness guy i like to keep it safe If I was out there in the woods, in the the, the savannah, out there in the wild somewhere, and I come face-to-face with a mountain lion, you could pretty much think that, okay, my life is over. My life is over. I'm about to be be a snack to this mountain lion. It's about to be all going... It's going to be all downhill from here because there's a mountain lion right in front of me, and I'm the photographer, and I'm hoping that this photographer had somebody with him or her I don't know him or her I, we're gonna read the, the article in a minute but if it was me out there in the wild I, I my life would be over my if I saw a lion even just a lion tiger or a bear even out there in the wilderness while I'm doing a photo shoot and, they, and the, the, the the animal comes to me and say hmm ooh it, that's probably what they're thinking they're probably walking they're probably creeping up in there and they see the photographer and they say and they look and they, they give you a look. They're like, food and then they come after you. So the experienced photographer said he knew to not to run and instead shoot the ground shoot their ground and made a loud noise. See, and, and, and they say that and they say that with, with, with pets too. Like let's just say, for this instance, a dog, if you see a dog and you're afraid of dogs, you don't run, you just stay still and he'll go away. Of course, a wildlife photographer, but if it was me. I would have ran. I would have messed up and ran. Uh, a wildlife photographer's recently hiking trip on the California Trail into a scary affair after spotting a mountain lion. All of a, all, all, excuse me. All of a sudden, excuse me. Now the moment caught on camera has got everyone talking online. Of course, Mark, where where, where do and her and his friend Rachel Del Falk sorry, if I pronounced the last name wrong, I'm sorry, We're on the trail on Orange County's uh, Trebacco Canyon recently when they spotted the wildcat gazing at them through a bush. See, that would have spooked me. That would have drive me nuts. I would have started running. Of course, they both told the um, FTW Outdoors that they had just stepped up on a new tracking camera set out to capture the wildlife when they saw the mountain lion run up the hill and stopped to watch them from perhaps twenty feet away. Twenty feet away, that's not that far. I mean, that's not a far spread. I mean it's far, but it's not that that far. The experienced photographer said he knew uh, it was not it was best not to run. They stood their ground and made a loud noise in the video I uh, shared by him and in social media handles. He could hear uh, repeatedly shouting at the animal to go back, of course. And there is a video I don't know if it's going to play uh, correctly here, but yeah, there's a video. Get back. Get back. Get back, boys. Get back. So that's a scary occasion. Oh, see, I see. I wouldn't. Have, I, I don't know if that if that, that would work for me because I would have just started screaming and yelling and running. It, you know, he caught it and he was very brave. He was with his friend. And let me tell you, he earned some cool points. I don't know if the best friend turns into a boyfriend, girlfriend situation, but you know, something like that. If you got, if you got a lady friend out there, you, you're showing your braveness to her. Things can go way with that. If you know what I mean? So if it was me, I probably would have lost my marbles. I probably would have started running I, 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 he probably would have chased me, and I probably would have got eaten up at that trail because I, I things like that will freak me out. It's a mountain lion of all things. Um, so congratulations to the experienced photographer. He, you know, he, he stood his ground. He, he, he became the protector of his his friend. Very, very excited for that. And I'm, you know, that's all I can say on that because he stood his ground. If it was me, though, I probably would have lost my marbles. I probably would have run and I probably would have messed it up. Um, The video has gone viral. Um, You can see it on his Instagram. It's it's quite an amazing story uh, for sure because it's one of those things that uh, he stood his ground, he's doing his thing. So, next, switching gears here on KLP Aftermath, now we are going to Sport HD with KLP. Live from Oxford College, and you know you guys been enjoying this segment because I've been talking about sports lately, and we've been getting a lot of great views when it came to sports. Um, I just, and I'm gonna say this almost every episode. I, I promise I'm not gonna say it every episode, but I am a huge sports guy. Believe it or not, you wouldn't expect that to know about that about that about me. But I'm a huge sports guy. I know a little bit of sports by reading the articles and hearing what's going on in the news and about what's going on for sports. So of course before we get to the main topic of sports here today I want to sh- uh, shout out the Emory Eagles basketball team as they travel to Griffin to play South Southern C- Christian uh College um, in Griffin Georgia. Best of luck to the boys. Uh, I cannot wait to talk a little bit more about it. Um, next week they're going to be coming back home. So when they come home to their home games, I have a little bit more to talk about it. But when they travel, I can't really talk so much about it. But I do want to go out and congr- uh, wish them best of luck. Uh, our women, our excuse me, our men's Eagles uh, basketball team traveling to Griffin, Georgia, and I've actually been to Griffin. Believe it or not, I've been to Griffin. I haven't been to that college, but I've been to Griffin. griffins a, is a good area. It's a little bit more south from Atlanta. It's a little bit further uh, out. But um, they I saw that they had food and their coaches was ready. They were ready to go. So, of course, this has been the headline of all sports lately with these Green Bay Packers. Of course, we all know what was going on. And I believe the Breakfast Club at um, Angela Yee's uh, Rumor Report, they also talked about the same debacle. So I wanted to talk about it because I'm a huge Breakfast Club fan. Uh, Shout out to DJ Envy, Charlamagne Tha God, and Angela uh, Yee, they probably, they don't know who I am. They don't know who that, who Kenny Lucas Patterson is. But, you know, I'm a huge fan of the Breakfast Club and they talked about it. So I wanted to talk about it here on Sport HD because it is a sport related thing. Of course, why Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, the head um, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers and the Packers was handled, handed, excuse me, a COVID fine. Of course, the Green Bay Packers were fined $300,000 and the quarterback Aaron Rodgers Um, And receiver Alan Lazard was fined $14,650 by the NFL for violating the league's COVID-19 protocols. I actually did see and hear Aaron Rodgers... um, But he did two interviews, right? One interview, some reporter had asked him, are you vaccinated? And then he kind of dodged the question and said, yeah, you know, we're just taken care of. We're we're taking some drastic measures. We're doing this and that and the other. But he didn't quite say, yeah, a hard yes, I'm vaccinated. So... That left a lot of questions. Um, he did mention in the first interview that, hey, he knows some of the, the players on the team that is not vaccinated. And when it comes to the NFL, you have to get vaccinated. Whatever team you're playing with, you have to get vaccinated as part of the NFL guidelines. So Aaron Rodgers, you dodged, he dodged a question because he didn't say a definite yes, I've been vaccinated or no, I've been vaccinated because if he said no, he would have been fine. He would have been let go. Well, I don't know, let go, but he would have not been able to play. So after seeing that, he did get suspended for two games that I did see. We were at the gym and the the TV was on and news got out that he could not play um, for two games. Of course, the worst of the riot podcast. Uh, that show, um, that's also on commercial Gaming Network, they talked about they were upset because they're a Green Bay Packers fan and you're missing Aaron Rodgers, your star player, your, your head quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. So um, to me, honestly, I, I think this is not really a lot of money for them because Aaron Rodgers, first of all, Aaron Rodgers, you, you're uh, how many i think about 12 years he's been in green bay packers i might be wrong on that but he's been with the green bay packers for a long time so he's making a lot of money from them to play on this team so i don't really think that this is going to be a lot of money um, taken out of his bank account because he's worth millions as a quarterback for the green bay packers so i don't think i think this is kind of like a like a slap on the wrist like oh okay you know like it's whatever but um, here's the explanation of the nfl's discipl- disciplinary uh, as my notes go out here, sorry about that, y'all, but, you know, we, we do it live, you know. Here's an a examination of NFL's disciplinary procedure and guidelines of COVID-19. Of course, the NFL, the NFL Players Association, and their medical directors and independent infectious disease experts put together this protocol. Sorry, <laughs> It's blacking out here. Protocols. The discipline for violating them was negotiated. Of course, with the league and the union reaching agreement on uh, specific fines for players, the NFL determines fines for franchise in violation of the uh, NFL. So it's one of those things that, you know, you can't dodge. And I think that's what the Green Bay Packers was trying to dodge it out. They were trying to not have that happen. They were trying to make sure that they say, okay, it's just like a slap on the wrist. Um, a lot of people, a lot of people think that, you know, this, and, 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 and to some, some extent, vaccinations are for your opinion. And I say that very loosely on the show because a lot of people are not vaccinated because they believe that it doesn't work. It's a lot of politics that go into this kind of thing. So it's one of those things that, you know, unfortunately politics took a took control of it so that's where I think a lot of some players from from Green Bay Packers think okay I don't believe in this vaccine because the science doesn't support that it works there's a whole bunch of political stuff that goes into it too that we're not going to get on with our show but that's one of the things that they thought okay it's my opinion not to do it it's my private right not to do it but when you work for an organization particularly the NFL they're not, you cannot dodge a vaccine. You have to get vaccinated or you won't play. And I think if I was an NFL player, I probably would have just got the vaccine because the NFL is paying my salary, is paying my bills. So you got to think of it from that term. Um, uh, $1,400 for Aaron Rodgers and, and, and they, they, I mean, to me, I think it's pocket change for them. I don't think they're going to lose a lot of money, a lot of heat for this. Um, fined of three hundred thousand dollars. Again, the Green Bay Packers is way—they're worth way more than that. So it's just like a slap on the wrist. Don't do it again. Oh, you still got to pay for it. So I'm glad, I guess, that they're getting some repercussions. They're not just waving it out because every sports team that I've seen have gotten vaccinated of some sort. Um, so it's one of those things that you cannot—you can't avoid. You just can't avoid it. You just—you have to go on with it. You have to go on with. Protocol, you got to go on with whatever they need for you to do within that. So it's just one of those things that you cannot, you just can't avoid. And, it, you know, they're, they're one of the things they they tried to do. Of course, they are broken down in several categories for this. Of course, um, for refusal to wear a track uh, device when required, of course, an unvaccinated player gathered in any number of any reasons with other players and slash or members of the club's staff at all time when the team is shut down due to COVID-19 breakout is fined for $50,000. Of course, for any players who is not fully vaccinated, the $14,650 fines to apply. Gatherings outside the club facility or team travel in groups of more than three players or individual nfl is just not playing with it because we noticed that in 2020 things shut down and nfl doesn't want this to happen again in 2021 leading up to 2022 when it comes to the super bowl engaging in in-person meetings practices training activities outside the club facilities and other players that is another fine that they can they have to do attending an indoor nightclub that's a huge no-no first of all that's a huge no-no <laughs> 10 or more people in a bar that's a huge no-no House gatherings of more than 15 people without players and all guests wearing masks or PPE, uh, uh, personal protective equipment, where social distancing for more than 15 people is impossible. And again, a lot of people are cracking down. People are cracking down from gatherings now, especially due to, uh, let's say, Travis Scott's festival. A lot of people are cracking down on that anyway. So these funds are coming in and you have these players that are not in reprimand of this of course the nfl may impose discipline on such players for one who's not only provided misleading or incomplete information during the contact tracing interview the maximum fine amount is one week's game check up to fifty thousand dollars for a first offense of course but there is a subsequent uh, discipline for further offenses again fifty thousand dollars fifty thousand dollars is not first of all Aaron Rodgers can't afford that. He can't afford it. He's a multi-millionaire quarterback for Green Bay Packers. So that's not his issue. If it was me, $50,000 I wouldn't want to miss out on. I just would, want, would not want to miss on a, on that game. I would just make sure that people get vaccinated. Get if you're playing a sport like that, you have to get vaccinated. This is one of those things you got to do. You got to get vaccinated. You got to get tested. And that's one of the things that I think Aaron Rodgers might have learned his lesson in that. And I think he'll, he'll pay the fine. But again... To me, I think it's chump change for Aaron Rodgers. Comment below. Let me know what you guys think. I was always like to hear feedback from you. guys, Excuse me, feedback for you guys. Just to, uh, just to um, get that feedback from you guys for sure. So that's going kind to of wrap it up here. KLP Aftermath with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas, live from Special Collections Room. As always, if you're listening to us right now on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible, and any other audio platforms, please remember to share it on your socials, letting you guys know that KLP was live. And also, if you're watching both shows, Sports and HD and KLP Aftermath on YouTube and Daily Dailymotion and Instagram too, Please remember to like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell notification so that way you don't miss another new episode of our show. Of course, that's going to wrap it up here today. Hopefully, you guys stay safe. Drink water every 15 minutes. Social distance, please. Oh, I can't stress that enough. Social distance, please. So that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Please remember to stay safe and stay swanky.